Hi everybody, I'm Athena and welcome back to Finding Flow podcast. This podcast is all about inspiring women to become the healthiest and happiest versions of themselves that they can possibly be. Join me each week as we talk about all things to do with women's health, nutrition, periods, hormones, mindset and all of that good stuff. If you enjoy the podcast and you find it really helpful, then I would absolutely love for you to support me by leaving me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and also a rating on Spotify. Hi everyone and welcome back to Finding Flow. I'm Athena, your host, and today we're talking all about some signs that your period is on the way after hypothalamic amenorrhea or eating disorder recovery. So if you've listened to my podcast before, if you listen to any kind of content around hypothalamic amenorrhea or eating disorders and periods, you will know that not having your period is central to both of these things especially hypothalamic amenorrhea that's quite literally what it is not having your period and that's why when you are going through HA recovery or eating disorder recovery but I'm I guess I'm going to focus more on HA recovery because I guess that's more centered around not having your cycle so looking out for signs that your period is on the way is really really helpful to I guess just to help you know if you are doing the right things, if you're on track. And of course, when you are going through HA recovery, that is your goal. Your goal is to have your period back. So if you are spotting the signs of a period on the way, it can be really, really reassuring and it's just something to look out for um, and just to take note of. So let's go through some of the signs that indicates that your period is right around the corner. And you can get these signs before the first period that you get in your HA recovery. Or you can get these signs before the second, third, fourth, fifth onwards before your period. Like a lot of these signs are sort of general signs that pretty much everybody will experience before any period. Not just that first period after recovery. So here are the signs. The first one is having sore boobs and having sort of bigger boobs. Like your boobs might get a little bit bigger, a bit swollen, a bit tender. And that is because of the estrogen and progesterone that are ramping up. Without these hormones, you're not going to ovulate. But when these hormones are in a healthy range in your body, they are going to stimulate ovulation. You need estrogen and progesterone for that healthy ovulation. And unfortunately, and unfortunately, these hormones also, they also affect your boobs. <laughs> the boob tissue, the boob tissue, why did I say it like that? The breast tissue, <laughs> the boob tissue, that's embarrassing. The breast tissue has a bunch of estrogen receptors. And so when your estrogen is ramping up because, you know, your your body's getting to a more healthy level and ovulation is right around the corner these estrogen molecules will interact with the receptors in your breast tissue basically and it causes you basically to have really sore boobs um so i mean do you know what i i just want to point out here that 
like if you weightlift and you work out your chest muscles or you do some overhead pressing movements like an overhead shoulder press a lot of the time that can cause your pec so your chest muscles and the sort of muscles around the side of your body in particular a muscle called the serratus anterior it can cause those muscles to be really sore um so just be wary that if you if you've been to the gym and you've done a really tough chest workout or you've done a lot of overhead pressing movements you might get sore boobs that actually isn't your boobs in other words it's your chest muscles that are sore but it kind of feels like it's your boobs um so just be wary that if sore boobs is the only sign that you're getting it might not be about your period it might just be that you've worked out your chest muscles at the gym um so yeah that's something that I always used to do I'd be like oh my boobs are getting sore yes a period's on the way and then I would remember that I literally just worked chest out like the day before and that's probably why my boobs feel sore Uh, so that's just something to be aware of However, if you are getting a bunch of other signs and you haven't worked out your chest recently, then it might be a sign of your period. Another sign is that you are feeling fatigued. And this is, I guess, related to a bit of like the PMS. You know, just before your period, you can often feel very, very low in energy, tired, fatigued. You just want to lie in bed all day. And I mean, fatigue is a common sign of HA recovery in general. Like, you, if you are going through HA recovery and you're trying to get your period back and your body is in that state of low energy availability, you're probably going to feel really tired anyway. Like, you will just wake up every day feeling absolutely knackered. I know I did. There was, it got to a point, I remember when I would literally, the second I opened my eyes in the morning, I would literally feel like I had just ran a marathon. Not that I'd just been in bed for several hours, but like I just ran a marathon. I was so tired, like 24-7, no matter what sleep, what I ate, whether I exercised, I would just feel so drained. So that's like a, that is a sign of HA recovery anyway, or just HA. Um, So if you are feeling fatigued all the time and you're very low in energy, again, it might not be your period. It might just be that you're really tired and your body is trying to catch up on its energy availability. But if you've gone through a period where you've had loads of energy, you felt really great and really alive and awake and then suddenly one day you feel so, so drained and tired for no reason that you can pinpoint, it might be that your period's on the way. And again, it comes down to the changes in hormones that are associated with ovulation and the menstrual cycle. Another really key sign that might play into your fatigue is headaches. Again, that massive bump in estrogen that can cause you to have headaches it's I mean I feel like all of these signs are so generic like you can get a headache any day you can be tired any day I understand that but if you are someone that doesn't really tend to get headaches and you know you've been drinking enough water you've been eating enough you haven't been over exercising or overstressed, and you do suddenly get a couple of days where you just have a banging headache for no reason then it might be a sign that your period is on the way because of that increase in estrogen and the changes in your hormones. One thing that I think is a really good indicator that your period is around the corner and that your headache is due to your period is that you will wake up with a headache and it's that kind of headache where it's like throbbing. 
that's something that I've experienced. I don't think it's like that for everybody. Not everybody gets a throbbing headache before their period. But if you if you're not that prone to headaches or you you tend just to get those sort of like stress headaches or the tension headaches, but then you suddenly wake up one day and suddenly your head is throbbing, then it it might be a sign that your hormones are, you know, ramping up. Another really key sign that your period might be on the way is bloating. And this is due to, again, our lovely hormones, our estrogen, causing water retention. So the bloating isn't you suddenly gaining a bunch of weight and it isn't the fact that you've eaten anymore. You might have eaten the exact same amount as usual and the same foods as usual, but you're just suddenly getting really bloated. And that is because when we are getting towards our period, we hold on to more water and that water manifests as bloating. Um, And it can often be really uncomfortable, especially if you're going through HA or eating disorder recovery and you, you're quite, your mindset is kind of like prone to thinking that any kind of extra weight is like fat, but it is literally just water and it will go after your period. One really, 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 really great sign to look out for is cervical mucus. Cervical mucus is something that naturally changes in consistency and in amounts throughout the menstrual cycle. Now, you might be somebody that gets cervical mucus all month round, but some days you might have a little bit more, some days you have a little bit less, but you you kind of always have it there. Or you might be somebody that has a very sort of like a dry period at the, maybe period is the wrong word there, a dry spell where you have no cervical mucus at the start of your menstrual cycle. And then as you get towards your period, you start to get more cervical mucus. And that is sort of how you know your cycle is functioning. So I just want to preface this point by saying you can get changes in cervical mucus and not everybody has like a dry spell and then the cervical mucus appears. Some people have it sort of all month round, like every day or every few days. Um, But cervical mucus is a really good way to track your ovulation and track your cycle. Um, And even if you do have it every day or most days throughout the month, try and this might sound a bit disgusting, but try and actually look at it. And like when you wipe, when you go to the toilet, try and have a look and see what kind of consistency that cervical mucus is. Now I'm going to do a lot of episodes, well, not a lot of episodes, but I'm going to do some episodes about like tracking ovulation, looking at cervical mucus and all that kind of thing. Um, So I won't go into too much detail here about it, but basically a sign that you are ovulating and that your period is on the way is that your cervical mucus will get a bit thicker and it will get sticky and it will have a sort of egg white consistency. So it's going to look like raw egg whites. Um, And again, this is something that you're not really going to notice unless you sort of physically look at the tissue when you go to the toilet or if you spot it in your underwear when you go to the toilet. But it's just about taking the initiative to actually go out of your way to try and look at your cervical mucus, which might not be the most enjoyable thing, but it's necessary and it's a really good sign of ovulation. So the next one is kind of tied into that. And again, this is a point that I'll be mentioning in future episodes because it's a really good way to track ovulation, but that is your basal body temperature. Um, So women, when they ovulate, 
naturally their internal temperature will increase. On average before ovulation, a woman's basal body temperature averages between 36.1 degrees to 36.4 degrees. Um, that's in Celsius. If it, if you want it in Fahrenheit, it's 97 to 97.5 degrees Fahrenheit. After ovulation, it actually rises, or, or I guess around ovulation, it rises to 36.4 to 37 degrees Celsius, or between 97.6 and 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit. So if you, you can buy a little basal thermometer, what did I just say? You can buy a basal body temperature thermometer, that's a tongue twister, they're literally like £10, and all you do is just stick it under your tongue before you get out of bed in the mornings and it will measure your temperature and use an app or even just write it down to chart where your temperature, like the fluctuations in your temperature. And if you notice a big spike and suddenly your temperature reaches that 36.4 to 37 degrees Celsius range, that indicates that you are ovulating. And it's a really, really good and accurate way to predict your ovulation and maybe tell if your period is on the way. Another two final points that I want to mention is that you might experience increased hunger and that is due to the changes in your reproductive hormone that occur around ovulation can actually affect your hunger hormones and they can cause an increase in a hunger hormone called ghrelin. Now ghrelin is the hormone that makes you feel hungry. If your ghrelin is high, it's very likely that you're going to want to snack all day. You're not going to feel satiated no matter how much you eat. And as a result, you're going to you're going to eat a lot more during the day. Basically, ghrelin stimulates appetite. And it's quite common for women to feel very hungry in the couple of days before their period because of this reason, because their hunger hormones are ramping up. And their leptin, which is a satiation hormone, it makes you feel full, that decreases. So you've got like a double whammy of increased hunger and decreased satiation. And another sign that your period might be on the way, and this is because of the increase in estrogen around ovulation, but you might have an increased sex drive. Your libido might go through the roof and you might be all over your partner. And that is like an evolutionary mechanism. Um, basically, the body is clever. It wants you to have sex when you're most fertile. When you're most fertile is the days leading up to and the day of your ovulation. So when estrogen increases prior to ovulation, it stimulates your sex drive so that you have sex when you are fertile. So that egg that is being released is going to get fertilized and you're going to have a baby. You're going to be able to reproduce. You're going to be able to continue the human race. So all of that comes down to this evolutionary mechanism that we have built inside us to want to have sex more around our fertile period and it's thanks to our sex hormones so again if you're not somebody who's like usually jumping into bed with their partner you might find that just before your period is on the way you you're you're a bit more into it basically you want it a bit more so those are the signs that your period might be on the way that you might be ovulating and these are all really great signs to look out for i like i said at the start some of these you can just have as a general, you know, day-to-day -day thing, you can get a headache, you can be fatigued, you might be a bit bloated. But if you're getting a lot of these signs together, and particularly if you are noticing that egg white cervical mucus and your basal body temperature has spiked, then all of these things are really, really great telltale signs that your period is on the way.
If you found this helpful, I would love for you to leave me a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. And please follow or subscribe on whichever podcast platform you use. I really hope this was helpful. If you want to get in touch with me, my Instagram is at Finding Flow Podcast. I also post like a bunch of helpful sort of things and infographics and that kind of thing on my Instagram. So if you want more information about periods and hormones, then head over there. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode.